0: Welcome back to the second episode of the Stats of the Show podcast. And in today's podcast, we'll be talking about an interview I had with Coach McGinnis for Kimberly High School. He's the baseball coach, and I got some great insight on some important questions I had about how teams affect how players can perform, especially in the younger – high school and younger age when it's really important to have team chemistry in your team. And I think I decided to share the answers I have with you guys. So the first question I asked was, does a team affect how a player performs? This was just a big, broad question. I wanted to see what I could get from it. So he said, yes, the more people you have working together, the best or the better the team and the players perform. Like when when he said working together, he told me how like everyone needs to have their own responsibility for the team. Like someone needs to be the leader of the team and someone needs to be the one that's there for people when they make a little mistake. And yeah, so when you have a group of people working together, then that means you'll have better team chemistry, and team chemistry is basically what I just said—how good your team is working together. So, and that's like one of the most underrated things you can have in um, baseball is team chemistry, because if everyone like doesn't really like who's on their team, then they're not gonna. not gonna want to have fun like when you're having fun it's so much easier to play good than when you're under stress and like when you're mad at yourself or your teammates so yeah like even when someone messes up like like if i struck out like even like more than one time in a game then it always feels good to have someone there that's there to help you and get you back up and Like, maybe the next time you hit a gapper for a double, you know, you never know. It's all about how you're feeling with your team and how you're feeling about yourself and the confidence you have in yourself and the confidence you have in your team. The next question I asked um, Coach McGinnis is, is a player affected more by the team's attitude or by the team's performance? And I got a really good answer from this one. He said, It's more important if you are getting along with people and you are having fun while doing something so you can invest in it long-term and won't get bored of it. You need accountability, communication, and common standards in your team, also clearly defined roles. Everyone needs to have a role because if you fail one part of it, you got to have another part where the team needs you. Like, for example, if you strike out, you got to go to the dugout and cheer on the next guy. Everyone is there for other teammates and you start getting in a groove and having fun where no one can stop you. Like, I'm going to take an example from this summer when I was playing in a tournament where um, we started winning a few, we started winning by, our, we started winning our first two games and we're really carried by our hit, our defense and how we weren't in our pitching. So. Once you get those things going, then you start getting a groove, and then the next day, the hit, in the next game, the hitting came into place, and then everyone was having fun because we weren't struggling. We were just—it was kind of coming to us easily, and we were just raking, and it was just a fun time. And then no one could stop us once we were in the groove. We weren't—we were kind of just breezing through games at this point because we were—we didn't really care. I mean, I know we all wanted to win, but like it wasn't the biggest thing, winning. It was just, they have just a super fun time on the diamond and how like happy we were for everyone, like when they did a good hit or made a good play in the field and everyone was backing each other up. Like if a pitcher didn't have his best stuff, then you would have defense there to support him and make those tough plays that you might not have made earlier in the season. So just all when your team's all in, all in with your teammates, all in with themselves, all in with their skills, so, like, if they know they can do this. And it's just a super fun atmosphere in the dugout and when everyone's up on the fence, too. I mean, that just adds to everything because when you're hitting, then you know that everyone's there. Everyone there wants to get hit. Like, it just makes you, like, if you had – We'll County, you're battling really hard. You're working with the count of falling off pitches. And then you look over to the dugout, see everyone's on the pitch, Seven, everyone's on the fence. Then you might make that little adjustment and then hit a bomb on the next pitch. So and then you can get the rally started and then your team will follow with. It's just amazing time out on the field. Uh, next up, we have the question can one player change the mood mood or vibe of of your team? And Coach said, one player can change how a team plays positively and negatively. So on the negative side of that, for example, if one player strikes out and sits on the bench while so another player is batting, and others might come sit by him, like if they're, they're their friends, and they're like, ooh, what are they talking about? I'm going to go sit by them. And then that ruins the mood of the dugout. The player is batting sees a couple of sheds, like, sees a couple kids like uh, how I was talking about earlier except they're sitting on a bench this time not caring about the app out, might take away some confidence like how earlier I said like it might give you that extra yeah I want to get this hit I want to drive in some runs so I want to get the rally started that might not be there they're like oh no one's no one's there to watch me like you're not that confident then like you might do a little dribbler, you might strike out after that without the confidence, because when everyone's up there, you got huge confidence for yourself and huge confidence for your team to back you up, huge confidence for your team to be there, even if you do get out or when you get a hit, they'll follow up and get you in score. So, but another thing is, this thing can go positively, for example, leaders are really important because they set standards for everyone and if someone's sitting on the bench they can tell them to get back up on the fence cheering on their teammate but they can get confidence and then that gets really contagious with everyone else on the team like once you gotta get extra adrenaline while you're at the plate when you see everyone's there supporting you and it's it's an awesome feeling to see everyone on your team right on the fence it's a it's a great atmosphere for when you're in the dugout, and even when you're up to bat or on the bases, you're like, yeah, that's my team. I'm going to do something good for them. And then gives you a little extra mojo, I guess, to do something amazing or just to keep the line moving on your team. For the next question I asked, it's a bigger question. It's about three parts to the sun. Does the vibe of a team in, in the dugout depend on how good you are? how cocky slash confident you are, like if there's a difference difference with that one, and how your attitudes are to yourself and to other players on your team. So my answer to that one was you have to be confident in yourselves and the rest of your teammates. You have to keep that on a consistent basis because if you're not confident in your team, then you're going to be like, oh, I'm going to strike out again. And then most likely you will strike out again because whatever you think you can, if you think you can, or if you think you can't, then you're most likely right. Because you're the person up there and you're the person that's doing this for yourself. So no one else is saying like, yeah, you're gonna strike out. No one would really say that unless you're just a really bad teammate. But like the confidence in yourself has to always be there if you wanna be there for your team. Like it's a circle, your team's there for you and that, but then you got to be there for your team. So, like, when they're f- there for you on the fence or if they're there for you, if you're pitching and they're uh, chirping in and saying, yeah, let's go. You got this. One more pitch. Let's go. Then you got to be there for them. Like, your friend's pitching. Yeah, yeah, come on. Come on, boys. You got this. Let's go. Then, you know, that's just it's like a circle around... And for the next part of the question, he said quality at-bats are one of the most important things because even when you get, like, an eight-pitch at-bat and ground out, and you're getting the pitcher's pitch count up, and you're um, kind of getting the dugout to get a little, yeah, yeah, we can hit this guy. gives him a little confidence. Um, Like, so some quality at-bat examples are walk, a hit, a line drive, like, even if it's a line drive out. A hard hit ball like a screamer or like a hit by pitch, those are just examples. Or if you work like an eight pitch at bat, even if you like strike out or pop out or ground out on like the ninth pitch, you're still getting the pitch count up there and you're still um, in some confidence for yourself. Like, yeah, I got this, I got this. Like, even like when you're watching the B, when players get like an eight pitch at bat, most likely they. For the most part, they get hits because they're starting to see the pitcher. They know what, like, the spin on his curveball is. They're getting used to hitting this guy. And then, more than likely, the pitcher is going to eventually make a mistake in these 10, 10 or so pitches. And then you can be waiting for that mistake, and then um, you can bomb the mistake, which is always what you're trying to do. And then for the third part of the question, he said, um, another, actually, never mind, another thing, another quality of that is, like, if you had a missile, but it goes straight to an opposing team's player, you're still seeing the ball well, like, like I said, with the eight-pitch effect, then you're still seeing the spin on the curveball, you're still seeing the spin on, like, his slider, and then when you see that spin, you can, uh, hammer it, or if you get, like, a hanging pitch, too, then you, where you know it's coming, then you can be sitting on that, and, Um, you can hit it very far, like, it all, it'll eventually all even out, like, you will eventually get a bloop single, or a swinging bunt hit, um, or a ground ball that you beat out, it all evens out, like, for scorching, screaming, line ball, line drive missiles that you hit right to the shortstop, it'll even out, you'll hit a little off the end of the bat or off the, the knob of the bat. It'll, it'll drop for a hit, I guess, but it won't be, um, that miles per hour off the bat, like your screaming line drivers. But, um, all that, all of that is like, rather be like, when you do barrel one up, or if you do just get a little blooper, you're still you're on base or you're, when you get a walk, you're still on base. And you've started your rally for the rest of your team to maybe do the same with that. So you always want to start the rally. You always want to be that guy who drives in the clutch um, hit. And lastly, for the last question I asked him, Coach McGinnis, I asked, if the team starts playing better, will other players that aren't playing better start to rise up to the occasion and start playing better? And his response, I really like this response. When a team comes together as one person, then they elevate each other's game because they have the motivation to play better, and they want to, and they want to play better to make their team happy and show them that they can go past 100% effort and work together with everyone on the team to create the best team you can be. Because when I see a lot of um, teams, like they're like win as one or something. That slogan means, like, your team's one. You're, like, one family, one group. You're all working together. You're all there for each other. Then that means, like, even if you lose, you get blown out, you're all getting blown out. When you win, you're all winning. No matter how good you play, you win as one, you lose as one, you do everything as one group because then um, – there's not gonna be like yeah I carried that game you're gonna be your one family who's there for everyone you're always on the fence for them you're always cheering them on and you're always you always see that when you're hitting or when you're pitching or even when you're in the field like the communication with everyone how you like you know everyone everyone's right there for you and even when you slip up you're right everyone's right there for you they're there to help you and that's amazing like when you're working together you can do so much better because you are there for someone that may not be playing well you can pick them up and raise how they play and how everyone else plays like so like when you have a close connection with everyone on your team and you're bonding with everyone on your team then you you can be there for them and they'll understand how you're there to help them and they'll they'll want to they'll want to put in that extra effort to make you proud or something like that to make them, um, happy that, so yeah, I can do that. And it's really important to be one group with the rest of your team. To finish off our episode, I just want to give a big, big, big shout out to Coach McGinnis at Kimberly High School for helping me with this episode and helping me with answers to this and giving me great insight. So thank you, Coach, and for everyone else listening, thank you for listening, and I'll see you next time.